1: You're listening to a podcast from the Word.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Word podcast. I'm David Hepworth, and I'm joined by Mark Ellen. and we have a special guest. We have the award-winning <laughs> Andrew
2: Collins. Double award-winning. Double, well, yeah, double award-winning.
0: Double award-winning Andrew Collins. I haven't a,
2: let it change me, though.
0: Columnist of this parish, but also, uh, also and, TV writer and DJ
2: and yeah, all sorts of things. Not so Tell much us DJing. About your yeah, not long. much DJing going on at the moment. Mostly TV writing. Uh, currently writing the second series of the um, unfashionable BBC One sitcom Not Going <laughs> Out with Lee Mack well not physically with him we're but enormously separately. popular but it but, turns out to be popular enough to get us a second series and by some twist of fame we won two industry awards which is why nobody knows about them Uh, One was the Royal Television Society Award. The other was what used to be Golden Rose of Montreux, which is now Golden Rose of Lucerne. This is bad news that they moved. uh, How do you change a brand like that? What happened was that uh, I think they fell out. Somebody fell out with somebody, the mayor of of Montreux, and then they moved it. So the next year, old Rose basing They just said, "We've got to go to. we got to go to a very clean, beautiful Swiss town that's nowhere near the airport." Yeah, and they found one on on the lake, in Lucerne. It's a beautiful place. And uh, I went to pick it up, and the, the plane was cancelled. And the next plane I got meant that we arrived just as they were closing the arena and sweeping up. So I didn't actually. Oh, you pick didn't it up. pick it up. No, 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 no. no so you didn't. No, have was them was it the just call? there in a, in a paper bag? On luckily, the steps. somebody from the uh, from a production company had taken a later flight and therefore got in earlier and had been there to grumpily pick it up. Oh, that's okay. So I didn't get to shake Ben Elton's hand on stage in front of the assembled. Let TV me, let me
3: make your tearful
0: speech. No.
2: Let me guess. You were mildly miffed about that. Your mother was heartbroken. Oh well, yeah. The fact ha- that I didn't actually hold it up and get my photograph taken. So yet. did you have to go and say, mum well, I've got that letter Does she
3: believe no. you actually got it, or just think this
2: <laughs> <was really laughs> maybe not? No, I just no photoshop a picture. To cheer got no the old here, yeah. Well, the fact that it wasn't oh, mentioned—it wasn't mentioned in any newspaper in the old days. The Montreux used to be a big thing. Brits take the Montreal. But that's because you weren't there. No, every year, uh, we take them. We are the best at making television across Europe, and we beat the Swedish sitcom and the, and the German sitcom. And nobody even reports it anymore. It's just who cares? No, was, of course. Uh, and apparently, none of the British TV execs go either. There was nobody there from BBC One to congratulate us. Oh, this is interesting because I think we just take it for granted now that we are the best at making I, I, yeah,
0: television. Yeah, evidently. It's, have you seen this uh, slight tangent? First of many. Uh, have you seen this thing today that the European Union have done this rather saucy YouTube promotion for European film, which consists of they've clipped together loads and loads of sex scenes from European movies. Right, and and it's going like wildfire. How high out. <laughs> absolutely. And the kind of and the punchline at the end is Europeans like European movies. And you sit there and you go, well, that's a smart piece of advertising work. But hang on, it's not true. <laughs> is it? We don't like European movies. We mostly we? watch American movies. We, we do, yeah. pretty much. We do, have actually no sex in them at all. Yeah. And, you know, the Italians are not cl- queuing up to watch English movies, and the English are not yeah. wanting to watch. It's just the Swedish French are watching movies. this stuff. But it's just the it. French are desperately trying <laughs> to keep the, you know, the indigenous film business going, which is immensely culturally important to them, isn't it? it and is. I just thought, what a fantastic
2: ad, and what a dubious message. It is, but if, if Europe is France, then France is yes. watching French movies. And they certainly That's, that's the, the truth of that matter.
1: The word. A magazine, a website, a podcast, a way of
0: life. So listen, before we get down to business, it's a very important day today. It's the opening day of the Harrods sale. Is okay? it? It is. <laughs> and I know Remind this,
3: me of the importance of that.
0: Because I caught a bit of date on telly this morning, uh, and they had Sarah Michelle Gellar, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know they always fly in a celeb? Yes. Don't they? At great expense. Usually an American, yeah, and which gets them on all the telly. And I tell you what, if you want anybody to front your product, Sarah Michelle Gellar, she think is fantastic. Well. I think what a blinder. She'd be a yeah. she politician. She's brilliant. Anyway, I was watching that, and it reminded me that I thought today I've got an excuse today to tell the story of when Richard Gere and Cindy Crawford opened the Harrod Sale do you remember this I do remember that Uh, can you remember remember, uh, which again a tangent
2: was it the 80s well
0: (laughs) do you (laughs) ever find
2: this (laughs) another log on the fire please
0: (laughs) do you ever find this with celebrity uh, weddings that you have to pinch yourself and think was that ever real were they yeah. ever a couple? Yeah. And they were, weren't Those they? too, yeah, they were. Richard yeah. Gere and Crawford. Yeah. For about a year. For a yeah. they, they only spoke through lawyers. How dare you say that? Anyway, <laughs> they were flown over at significant expense to open the Harrod Sale. You know, world's most famous couple, all that. And TVAM or whatever was the independent television breakfast programme at the time thought, right, we're going to do the entire show... From the furniture department at Harris. That's right. That's because right. we're going to get yeah. Richard Gere and Cindy Grover. Yeah. We'll be the envy of television and the sun and everybody. I want a piece of it, but we'll have it. right? And they didn't need to bring a sofa. That's that's a soft you furniture. couldn't move the <laughs> <for> sofa. <laughs> right. Sofas as far as the bloody eye could see. Anyway, I caught a bit of this. It was like five to nine. It was about to go off the air and they'd been spinning it out throughout the programme. But clearly, they couldn't get both Cindy and Richard presumably spent very little time in the same postal yeah. shop, <laughs> even in their, even in their, in their marriage. Yeah. And they, I think they had Cindy at one point, and they got Mohammed El-Fayed is up there trying to fill in desperately. And I'm not Rapping kidding, I'm not political. kidding, what I'm about to tell you actually happened. Yeah, go on. They said to him, it's such a shame that Richard Gere couldn't be here. And he said, yes, well, we have a very fine pets department. And he takes a close interest in hamsters. Did he say that? <laughs> he actually said that on live television. Was Chris and, Morris involved in this? And, in Diamond, any and Diamond was stuffing handkerchiefs <laughs> in our mouth. You know, Nick Owen, you know, the, the child. So do you think a researcher is just as a joke? <laughs> you know, yeah. told him to say that? Yeah, maybe. Know? Maybe he was just, just a mouthpiece. One of really? two things. Yeah. You know, somebody was winding him up Terrible. Or, the other thing is possibly Mohammed fired has a, you know, a final, yes. moment, a wicked sense of what he doesn't
2: give him credit for. Yeah, we have to give him credit for. But what?
0: it's a golden well, moment of television. I was, just, I, I was looking for it on YouTube today and sad to say it wasn't there. It's so if anybody's, the case, isn't it? if anybody's going to a that, classic. get that on YouTube. We want to see. What was that thing you were talking about, Andrew? Was it Arcade Fire?
2: I find Jonathan Ross's Jonathan Moss's chat show is a perfunctory piece of television um, that does its job in that it whisks three people on and he talks to them and he letches over the woman and he tells the plot he wants to be their friend and tries to, <laughs> tries to talk more than they do. But I always watch it on Fast Forward on a, on a yeah. Saturday. And on Friday, they had the arcade fire on at the end, the, the business was all over. He'd interviewed Fern Cotton, which I didn't watch at normal speed. He'd interviewed Bruce Willis, who's actually quite a Sorry, short, can I He'd interviewed Fern Cotton? Well, I didn't watch it, but he did. Interviewed but Fern Cotton? Fern Cotton was on there as a that guest. That must be dude. a legendary yeah. exchange. Yeah. Yeah. I've a meeting got, of minds. Yeah. I, I haven't watched it. I can't pretend I ever would watch that. Uh, but anyway, oh, she annoyed me so much on the Princess Diana programme. <laughs> We're, uh, anyway, oh, so program. We're uh, going to get to that. I was, oh, God, to see worse than on Live 8? Oh, we will yeah, have to get she to. She I've seen it. Yeah, go on. Because she kept saying, "There's we getting all the backstage gossip at the Princess Diana concert." There's no gossip. There's no bloody backstage. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> well, anyway, That's late, so later. Funny. Anyway, sure so I fast forwarded but... through uh, Fern Cotton <laughs> and got to the last performance. Arcade Fire coming on, doing their their potential next hit, <laughs> and it was great to see them. I think they're a marvelous life band. There were loads of them. They make a huge. They are, are wonderful. Yeah. And it was good to see them on, on Jonathan Ross. They have a good music booker on there. And at the very end of the of the thing, when the credits had gone past. Wynn Butler, the uh, Winsome lead, leader of the band, walked towards the camera with his mandolin and seemed to smash the camera with his mandolin and then stormed off stage right. And the rest of the band sort of stood there looking bemused. Jonathan Ross, they let, it, they let the edit run so that we could see Jonathan Ross come on stage and go... Have we upset him, or was that supposed to happen? Trying to make light of it. So was this a piece of? Th- I mean, he told you- he told Win Butler's uh, wife that he fancied her. Basically, in a moment, just thinking of what he could possibly say. So oh, how nice to see an attractive woman playing a hurdy gurdy, <laughs> 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 trying to just kind of smooth yeah. over the. did
3: some old yokel with a corn cob pipe.
2: <laughs> <But> this went <laughs> up on YouTube pretty quickly, and you could see it. And it's a, it's fine to watch anyway. But but when he smashes this thing, it seems to be not the camera that breaks, but a piece of glass in front of the camera. So there was much debate going on in my head. Whether it is actually the the, the kind yes. of the the, the, sh- the shield of the autocue that he be smashed, did he plan to do it? Did they know he was going to do it? They looked like they didn't know he was going to do it. Well, I think it's a proper strop that, that most people, frankly, missed. So it was it was so proper it kind of looked fake. It, yeah, it, how could it be? We see how this could it be? Five,
0: and my small experience of television. If anything spontaneous happens in a television studio It never appears You can guarantee that the television because camera will there. Because the camera the camera's not Somebody will shoot somebody yeah. in a studio and, and the camera will You'll get one of these whip yeah. pan round You yeah. in the ceiling and you know, yeah. all that kind It's of thing. self-defeating if you want to do Matt's something Matt's got something to say With got the on.
4: exception of course of it's Tracy McLeod and the Stone Roses
0: Tracy McLeod and the, the Stone. Stone Roses Which is a separate anecdote Which yeah, which is all to do with falling foul on the BBC's noise meter The limiter mo- The limiter yeah. that used to turn everything yeah. maybe
2: Wynne Butler was still cross about that moment having seen that as a <coughs> younger man in, in Toronto and thought I'm going to get the BBC back for that for putting that but noise usually, on
0: to- but usually if anything spontaneous happens like that you, the, the effect is confusion yeah you know I remember god I'm going to go way back I remember the Jimi Hendrix thing on the Lulu program, yeah. you know, where he changed oh, yeah, one yeah. number to another. Yeah, you know, I'm going to do this for Eric No, but at least he was something. on camera
3: though. Yeah, was, that, yeah, so that, I
0: suppose so. But you were still at the time. Oh, what's, what's kind of going on? But it, was it was only afterwards when you read about it.
3: I remember. The, the there, obviously, this was on the same level. The Smash its pop poll winners show <laughs> oh, uh, up Carter. there with the, But I remember <laughs> standing in the wings and watching. Uh, we were the sponsor of the show where we had Smash it's magazine, <laughs> and, uh, and Philip Schofield was the presenter. Yeah, I remember. What are your pals? Which was it? Your battle personal. Bob. It was fruit bat. Fruit came flying out of the wings He was very drunk and very <laughs> drunk, and literally just launched himself yeah. like a paper dart at the neck of Philip Schofield yeah. on a live television programme. Uh, of course, that did get caught because
0: Schofield was in the middle of a link. Uh, I don't know how clear it was to the viewers at home. Actually, it's an interesting thing. This because there, there was a, there was a tradition of kind of edgy indie man's Decided they wanted to be on the Smash Hits show in order to hit the possible. The <laughs> oh well, yeah. Radiohead, lung in the, the same time, in a yeah. very kind of. did they tip an ashtray over at
2: the end? <laughs> <ash tray? laughs>
3: That's right. Hardly legal now. What <laughs> <laughs> have done? Even more reason to do
0: it, of course. But they the all had to do something. They
3: all had the Radiohead come on and spoil it, let <laughs> no,
0: everyone's see. I remember the, the fantastic career trajectory of EMF. Do you remember? Yeah. EMF. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 It can be written in three years, and I was there all the time. involved in coordinating this thing. Year one, they were desperate to be on, right? So we got them on as the token indie band. Yeah. They spray painted all over the scenery, didn't they? Camera missed it, nobody quite clear. <laughs> Written about in the Sun's bizarre column following day, everybody had. Yeah. It following year, EMF have a hit in the stakes. We try and get them back because they've been voted Best New Act. They're too big to, too big it. to so do it. Too big to do that's right. The following year, they're begging to do it again. <laughs> we don't want them. Yeah. You know, they're, they're working in It's, 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 check. it's, it's <laughs> the showbiz, you, know, you know, know, get me something yeah, like I Andrew know. Collins, get me, you know, or whatever, <laughs> however that kind of but
3: thing. But don't you know those bits of theatre? I, I saw a bit of what I thought was genuine bits of theatre at the Glastonbury uh, Festival, whatever it was, uh, ten days ago, um, with Iggy Pop, which I think is now on, on YouTube, which was absolutely astonishing which is... Uh, Iggy Pop, I do understand, has done this before, which he, he kind of invites the audience. Yes. To, <laughs> moment, so. yes. But he made a big show. This year. They played to an enormous crowd, probably about fifty or 60,000 people. And uh, he did this kind of, uh, you know, c- classic kind of... Um, you know, preemptive strike, connective maneuver by the by the rock star, which is, hey, these bouncers are like ruining everything, man. Let these people <laughs> up. And uh, I think allegedly, I'd say allegedly, I think some of his uh, security went in and had a bit of a go at the last security, who eventually thought, do you know what? I'm, I'm, all right, yes. okay. Do you want these people on stage? You can have them. You want
0: teenage do rampage? Want teenage son? rampage. Here, Here it comes. comes. It's
3: good, it starts. It's hilarious. It starts on the first four people on stage. Just look like Iggy Pop, as you might imagine. They're very very thin men who have <laughs> torn their shirts off. And they look like, as, as Jonathan Ross, I think, famously described it, as was, was a bag of marbles covered in cling film. Great <laughs> big bulgy creatures, you yeah, know, made out of glass and brimmed then, mud. And then about 150 other people come on stage. And of course, it's an absolute disaster. He cannot get back on the stage. And I was talking to a guy who was camping next to us, who was round the back of the stage, and therefore couldn't see it either on the television or, or live and never didn't know what was going on all he knew is that this tumultuous version of I want to be your dog and then there's something that obviously gone wrong you see this voice going okay okay thin it out now thin it <laughs> out now and then he tried a bit of humour hot dogs five dollars way back over there this is not playing no, nobody gives a fuck about you it. it's, <laughs> it's hilarious so skip- and a full seven minutes
0: when Iggy just thinking that, what have I done and of course the classroom is scared as so they go kind of, you are know, all likely yes. sorry mate you can't You're on break down the wall between audience and performer can you Cause it's going to go wrong it's you going know, to go wrong well you can't break it down and repair it again when you want no, on your no, own no terms you the fun's
2: over not you know. unless you've very carefully done it no, that was hilarious it, it? but, but if you if even seeing on television the gap between the stage even on the smaller stages at any of those festivals is absolutely massive yeah. how on earth anyone ever connects to an audience whoever they are yeah, across yeah. Barely that see in them. the daylight or in the night exactly the the you know. but also
0: is it not the case I mean I don't know Glastonbury you do but, but when you get across the pit with the photographers and the security and the God knows what you're then into the kind of VIP area, aren't you? I mean, actual paying members of the public are, are you know... No, in actually, do not, actually. No, no, no. no
3: actually it goes through. No, it's not like Live Aid. Not like Live Aid. Live Aid was, no. was just a... I mean, you saw aerial yeah. pictures of Live Aid. It was Golden just, it was ticket holders. <laughs> you <Gold laughs> knew everybody <laughs> in the Oh, room. yeah. <laughs> you saw <sort of laughs> these people just crammed in and had been there all day and had paid large amounts of money for it. And they're in the front, you know, it was just a couple of people, just a little wicker hamper, yeah. you know, a couple of, couple of chicken legs, <laughs> you know, with their backs to the stage. Who's on now? I have no idea Can you imagine? I would have been... To get us up Mr. There. Pop! He's been asking us to join him, but i have got to finish my strawberries first. <laughs> so I would have really, really
1: hacked me off. The Word: a magazine, a website, a podcast, a way of life.
0: So this brings us uh, naturally to the, the concert for Diana, doesn't yes. it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're to- yes. We're talking about live events on the telly that were. Uh, were not not exactly rock and roll and well, radio stuff. I didn't see any of it on the television. Well, I saw a I was
2: just flicking it was a lot more than I expected to see actually. So I, was on, having, I was having a lazy day at home. And I literally alighted on the telly at three thirteen, was just starting. I thought, well, I'll, I'll see what this is like. Well you a closet Durani. Is that what it no, was? I, there was nobody on the on the bill that I desperately needed to see. It was, you know, it was your standard, you know, Elton John, Rod Stewart, yeah. Tom Jones at the top end. At the bottom end, the novelty acts were, were Duran Duran, who obviously Princess Diana famously liked. Here we go. A little bit of juggling. Lily Allen, Status Quo, yeah. and, and 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 they uh, well, actually, you'll you'll find this very interesting, I'm sure, and probably did if you saw it. Uh, when they had Status Quo. Come on! They actually showed on the big screens and therefore on on the television the beginning of live. Oh, no, yeah, all yeah, over they showed the, world, yeah. the, the intro. This to is that. Kind of, this is
0: how you behave. Yeah, basically Let's here's the intro
2: again. to status quo, and then it's really status quo. Oh my It was bikes. horrible because to bring the memory of that great day back <laughs> on this very poor day indeed. <laughs> yeah, course, it was glorious was, yeah, sunshine. Everything yeah. about that day was right. Well, it was a lovely day actually. It was yes, a weird thing. Mister well. Tanner's ghost did send down some sunshine, but apart from that, it's exactly the, the opposite of live aid. It wasn't. There was no real cause. The cause was we loved Princess Diana, or they did, frankly, because yeah. I didn't love her, and uh, I hate to say that. And it was in a new Wembley Stadium, which looked slightly less exciting than the old one, cleaner yes. and newer. And it was slightly, because, because of Live Aid. The BBC knows how to do this now. Oh, they know how to do don't. it so well. There's no chance of anything happening that you're not. You're not. Uh, that hasn't been rehearsed. There's not yeah, a yeah. chance of anyone smashing a mandolin into anything. <laughs> and it was the most sanitised experience I watched it. Okay, can I
0: ask you a question? I caught bits. I caught Elton John at the beginning. Yes, right? he opened. And the, the show. same thought goes through my head every time I see Elton. You know, think there is a man who's had more money spent on his appearance than any human being, you know, in history. Yeah. And dear God, yeah, that's the best thing. They can can do thing. He still hasn't spent enough. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> oh dear, save your money, you know, any, your money. Let, <laughs> let yourself go. It couldn't be any worse. Anyway, he's doing your song. Yeah, he opens some your song. and songs. then. William and Harry come on and do their little intro, which I thought was a bit. A crap, bit but They were reading it off tiny I bits know, of paper. I'm sorry, Heir to the Throne, or you know, Next But One, yeah. or whatever. You know, at some point in your life, you're going to have to make a few remarks. You know, get used to it. Yeah. Anyway, they then it's introduced. The least we
2: expect. Yeah. They <laughs>
0: introduced Duran Duran. Yeah. They then followed about a four minute gap.
2: Yes, they? there were lots were they of like With a helicopter yeah. shot showing you most of Neasden and the North it's Circuit. It's true, it's because absolutely true. There,
0: well, what confusion was
2: going on there? Well, do you know what I think? Because the, the BBC sort of um, commentary box where Fern, not Fern Cotton, she was down on the floor... Um, it was Cooley, we, Claudia we, we Winkleman. We prefer and to Jamie call her Fickson. Firm Britain on this programme. <laughs> <Yeah>. I would <laughs> so, call her yeah. Firm Britain. <laughs> only she'd been Firm <laughs> Britain. It's the podcast
3: Outsiders. Yeah. Yeah. I would like Well Britain. To have Britain been doing so it. much better. We well, i been
2: in the kind of you know the commentary box, looking down across the whole of Wembley with the stage in the background. So therefore, at the other end of the stadium, Mildly. they were interviewing Duran Duran about twenty minutes before it started. So I suspect they were still in the it's golf cart on their way back to the other side of Wembley Stadium when when the Prince oh, were on into them. I wonder anyway. That's all. So they turned around because saying, no, I don't think oh, they well, were there. It's you.
3: it's
0: you. That's <laughs> right. But Nick Rhodes hasn't got his you know pigtail coat <laughs> on. But they had. They, they were, every time I caught it, there was some kind of gap going on. Right? Yeah, so a lot you know, of, there was a
2: lot of yeah, there a lot of gap, and I don't know
0: uh, what that was to do with. And and, and kind of puzzling looking American celebrities wandering on stage. Oh. Dennis Hopper twice. Dennis Hopper twice, twice, really? Hopper came on how does Dennis
2: Hopper maintain this legend of being the know, coolest man I know. in Hollywood I know. when he
0: does things like
2: that and they introduce and then, him as the coolest maverick crazy guy in Hollywood they introduce yeah. him as such And, so, they, and so how they, do you get through security also as an actor how can he not read some words on an autocue oh, they're all which terrible he appeared like not to be able to do either and he was sent now I think he was supposed to be a maverick and the suggestion was that Princess Diana was also a maverick which is a bit of everything wasn't she more of a maverick, a maverick than he is now I mean. think yeah. yes I think so but I'm not I miss John McEnroe. Apparently, he oh, did. Did he? he? I, th- I think so. What did he play? Of tennis people. Uh, no, uh, sadly, came sadly, on with sadly the pretenders. didn't do his act heroics. that yeah. so, came on. It was horrible. Jamie Oliver introducing Orson. Is there anything oh, worse than that? I mean oh, there's Oh, joy, worse than of that. joy! That is, God, can you believe God. it?
0: Couldn't you have had Orson introducing Jamie Oliver? Might have been that would have been better actually.
2: And worse. and and the worst performance of the, of the best performance of the day was Fergie. Not that one the Black Eyed Peas lady who came out and did this big production number with all the dancers and and her session musicians and none of them were obviously playing and she was actually singing but her microphone didn't work for the whole of the first song but it didn't matter no one noticed because the, the, the backing track was so beautiful and there were so many layered vocals no one noticed that her mic was absolutely dead she didn't know it Surely that would have been brilliant to bring Black Eyed Peas on with with the former Duchess of York. That, that would have been I quite a good. Would there be, actually, oh, damn, I would have really enjoyed yeah, that. They, must they have made been a, a shot because their daughters were there. They must be. Kids Although it's hard to tell now. because <laughs> the royal kids do all look the same, <laughs> though, all same. I don't <laughs> know why that is. Apart <laughs> exactly. from Harry, I'm, it's a box of Sloanes. Yes,
0: Sloan's as far as Harry and Williams mates. Zara Phillips? you've Really enormously.
3: Let me just put that on. Zara Phillips. <laughs> oh, enormously. Yeah, yeah. Now I think.
0: Do you know what my you know my unworthy suspicion is? I think somebody fixed it for, what's her face, Kate Middleton to be there, be in the box. Because they knew that's how they'd get the publicity. The next day. Because And yeah. they did. And all yeah, the publicity did, yeah. was about that's Kate it. Middleton. She's singing along with Back for Good. Yeah. You're, You're so right. right. Does that yeah. mean they're back together So you've got the really odd situation. But also everyone She's, kinda, she's a bigger star than they are. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's really was, odd. But they, that
3: that actually is, 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 is historically was the case, wasn't it's it? It's the Diana years effect. Ago. Diana and, and, and Fergie were far, far bigger stars than the people who married. It's funny, isn't yeah. it? And they were the ones who uh, raised the whole value of the, of the royal family, but she was brought in, and the people then rang up the press office the next day to say, Is she back together with the future king of I England? They were, like, We couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> yeah. They've been possibly commenting vigorously, i not
0: for the last month saying, oh, You know, over my dead body, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: it was terrific. So, anyway,
0: the people have been, uh, been exchanging views about this on the Word website, wordmagazine.co.uk. Some people pointing out that Tom Jones has, uh, I think, uh, look, wait, let's be fair, Tom Jones has had more work done on him hasn't he the York Minster sure <laughs> uh, I mean yeah. yeah let's get back there is no the way there is no way we're going to fall foul of my friends the by suggesting no, that <laughs> so generally speaking most of the others are scaffolding up the front of Tom Jones oh, there isn't is? you know, yeah. the people of, working around when the clock. when people he dies people with tin hats Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: he will go on performing a long time after he's dead <laughs> he will do there's enough life left in the other bits to keep <laughs> he's him on in the stage <laughs> to do another <laughs> crazy waterproof so <laughs> <laughs> He pointed out that
0: have, have, wondering if Tom Jones and David Guest had ever been seen in the same room oh right. and so I can't look at either of them in quite the same way that's brilliant anymore but he's a classic case of that thing that, that a colleague told me many years ago when you know faceless was first starting to be kind of talked about you know in polite society <laughs> He said, what you'll notice, just look out for people who look permanently surprised. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it true, yeah. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. so true. Well, yeah. John Jones assume... always looks as if it's Christmas morning. Oh, yeah. It? Yeah. Oh, he must be pretty surprised. He <laughs> must
2: be pretty surprised. He's still yes, being asked to perform that, that, that big uh, gig. Uh, I'm pretty surprised. Yes, <laughs> he's so he must he's amazed.
3: He's, he's able to play the Arctic Monkeys I bet you in the dance for, and apparently not get
2: stoned for I,
3: his troubles. I thought wasn't too bad, actually,
2: as a reasonably big Arctic Monkeys fan. It wasn't too bad. I was called upon as one is to speak on the phone To Matthew Bannister On Radio 5 Live The next day About the Princess This concert. was the big issue Wasn't it yeah. Was it crap Or was, was it, it crap? Not? And, I, and, and a researcher Rang me up Who didn't know Who I was And said uh, Apparently you write For Q magazine I said well Not for about 10 years but no. <laughs> yes, she, that's said, she said what do you do And I said what, <laughs> So you're ringing me up you don't know Who I am And she goes, Well you're on my list and said, You're yeah. the researcher, the wrote You silver tongue devil Instead of throwing a strop yeah. At this 14 year old girl <laughs> I said she said, did you like it or dislike it? And I said, well, I've got circumspect views about it. I thought it was a terrible piece of music. You didn't say circumspect. I did, did on, not on the oh. phone-in show, no, but to the to the Had she researcher. got the faintest idea? Well, you yeah. lost
3: her at this point. But she though, she right? wanted to
2: know one, yes or no, did you hate it or love yeah, it? Because we've got somebody who loves it. Uh, we want somebody who hates it. Oh, I said, well, like, I can't say I hate you. it. I said, I don't like Princess Diana much. I thought there were flaws with it as a piece of rock concert footage. That was interrupted all the way through by little films of people that Princess Diana met in Luton and stuff. So she said, "Right, that was it. We'll bring you back in half an hour. (laughs) You're on the air." I said, "All right." I always say no, and and I said, "All right, I'll do it." So I was put up against what sounded like a kind of seventy-year-old granny called Joan from the north, who's been at the gig. So it's me versus her. Absolutely me versus great. an old lady who'd been at the gig, and she was on first and she said... just to abs- say
3: anything would be cruel, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, exactly. exactly.
2: How how could I insult this woman's marvellous day she'd had? And she said, it were absolutely electric. She said, the atmosphere were electric. And Matthew Bannister said, any, anything, you, any act you particularly liked, she said, I liked them all. I liked all the acts. Every minute of the yeah. day was absolutely that, brilliant. Andrew Collins. And so I yeah. had to come in and go, well, you might well say that, but as a piece of uh, television, it was interrupted all the way through by films. Why was the Royal Ballet on? which I meant in terms of why you can't have a ballet on in the middle of a rock concert absolutely and she said well she, said well she said well Prince Diana was the patron of the English National Ballet it made me feel stupid I knew that I wasn't saying that I know yeah. why they had a ballet on I'm just saying you can't have a ballet anyway so I, she did me, did oh, me and she, exactly. she wiped the floor with me possibly she wiped the floor with her royalist enthusiasm for Princess Diana's Memory. And you which, which I can't com- wither
0: But I'm so sick of these kind of adversarial, you know, Punch and Judy yeah. radio setups. There was another one this morning, they were still talking about it. God. Somebody from The Guardian going, Well, it was really nav. Uh. And then somebody from Hello Magazine going, I thought it was rather splendid, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You know what a dialogue of the deaf this Off is? Off with uh, his head. Neither of you, <laughs> neither of you are making it
2: Strap him to kind of a decision.
3: ducking
0: stool. Matthew Ballester, <laughs> who,
2: who is a very good radio host, he, very, he, 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 said, to me, he said to me, Would you say that the music uh, bill was a little bit middle aged? And I said, Well, Matthew I'm 42 and you're older yes, than me yes, so Matthew, think, right? yeah. yes. bit, yes. let's not laugh at Simon <laughs> LeBond <But> that's, <laughs> <the one, laughs> that's the
0: one I always want to ask when you know when radio presenters or particularly high profile ones are talking about the outrageous sums people are earning in the city and so forth you feel like saying well Nicky Campbell while you're here <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you just share with the nation your uh, you know, your annual contract <laughs> sure with the BBC <laughs> you know. I think there might be a few footballers who are slightly envious they you know, <laughs> you know, don't talk about that kind of thing they always know. have to position themselves as we're slightly young and edgy here, right? Yeah, they? and even in their heads, they're still young and edgy, even when you know, if, if, they, if they're looking on the 57 of exactly. exactly. oh, yeah. absolutely true it's weird.
2: And so, yes, uh, there was a wide variety of music. All of the reviews, in fact, the BBC website review and various others followed this line there was something for everyone. And oh. I don't want that in a right. gig, do, do you? If I go to a gig, right. not a festival, we that advice if you watch eight hours <laughs> of television, you'll be entertained it. for yeah. 10 minutes. What is you know? on then and then, you're watching it, yeah, it's not like a festival where you can move about, Matt. Can I point out there was something
4: for everyone even the black people who weren't in the audience yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair
0: the black people weren't in the audience at Glastonbury either You know, that's very true Yeah, maybe black people don't
2: thing. like Princess Diana but the BBC um, it was noted by ungrateful <laughs> people
4: it was noted by somebody that I was talking to that on the other channel at the same time was some three day eventing BBC were really serving a wider... <laughs> it was...
0: I mean, the thing that you have to stop yourself... The dead blind ball on Channel 3. The thing you have to stop yourself... They being, yeah. <laughs> the you They're still showing
3: Gastonbury on BBC 3. <laughs> and the Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> the
0: thing you have to stop yourself being sniffy about with this, seriously, is that so much of the debate about it was about the audience. Because the audience were your mum and dad. They were families. They were families. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, they yeah. were completely, you know... I mean, saying Middle England sounds abominably yeah. patronising. You know. yeah. How do I know what these people do or what they're about or whatever? You know? But it was a kind of, there was no pretension about it. You know, whereas the, the average rock and roll gig is full of people who are kind of, they are cost accountants, pretending to be Lemmy. You yeah. Know what I'm yeah. yeah, for the pretending day. Pretending to be yeah. raised by wolves. <laughs> they, yeah. 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 And they, they do normal oh, jobs yeah. like most of us do. Yeah, this, they ripped you know, the arms those, off their denim jackets. <laughs> Probably tied one of them around their head. Those were, <laughs> you know, those were mothers of three from yeah. you know, Norwich. Yes. Pretending to be mothers of three from Norwich. Absolutely. Sure. You know, and. And so much of the media coverage was about. Well, that's the kind of thing you'd expect an audience like that to like. You know? Oh yeah. Well, they got as many rights as anybody <laughs> well, else. It's very I mean. us. And
3: then there was. We got a letter last week uh, to the magazine about our recent podcast when we were talking about George Michael. at, yeah, at yeah, yeah, And Tom. this guy wrote in. It was terrific. He wrote in. He said, "I enjoy your podcast very much," and I. I do understand the positions you take up. Mr. Hepworth is a withering cynic, and Mr. Fitzpatrick, I think, seems to be in his camp. But Mr. Ellen seems a nice enough fellow and tries to to bat for everybody. But even he would not leap to the defence of George Michael. <laughs> oh,
0: this
2: is great. That's
3: bad
0: news for him. It's right? there. So, so I'm voting conservative, nobody admits to doing it. No, no. Nobody but exists. apparently
3: we mentioned we did. We mentioned George Michael. We all gave him a right old shoeing. <laughs> no, nobody was going to. So say talking of,
2: of
0: George,
3: oh, well, we were going to do it again. Let's move straight on. Oh, right, Diana
2: yeah. a fan? of George wouldn't she I went to a concert
3: uh, once uh, which uh, she was present I was sitting quite near her and uh, watched her very closely during George's performance and she was in a hell of a state really she absolutely obviously just found this guy immensely physically attractive she was sort of flushing sure, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> steam was escaping from her
2: cold can I just yeah. steal uh, one line from somebody who posted it on my blog today yes, and yes. just to sign off against the Diana programme they said it was car crash TV. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, 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 shabam.
3: Ow. So talking, Put it in your bag and keep it. It's yours. Thank a- you.
1: The Word. A magazine, a website, a podcast, a way of life.
0: One of the acts who were asked last week whether they were going to play at the Diana concert, I think but said that they couldn't get ready in time, no, no, were the Spice Girls. I could get ready in time? What, you mean now, we've change? Been... could get changed in What's time? Right. can get their hair now, done? You see, look, the Spice Girls reunion, everybody's been flagging it up for so long, hasn't
3: they? It? it's not that I didn't go get ready in
0: <laughs> time. The Spice Girls reunion has been flagged up for yeah. so long that when it finally arrived, the announcement at the Greenwich Observatory, yes. or whatever it was, yeah. we all just kind of went, tick, okay, that's it. Yeah. Uh, but when you think about it, it's an extraordinary thing, isn't it? There's, I think this is on an edge, the Spice Girls reunion. I don't know if it's going to commercially work. Well, they wouldn't have announced it so far in
3: advance if they weren't worried about having enough time to sell the tickets. I mean, we're allowed to say that, I mean, obviously. I can, well, good it's six
0: months yeah. before any of this starts, isn't it? Yeah. They do, they're doing a world tour. They're doing kind of major cities. You know, they're doing Beijing. They? Who was that group oh. you were talking about the oh, other yeah. day? they yeah.
3: sort of take the, take that, a light who announced to come back, and then when there was a, when there was a, a no oh. uptake to their ticks, they announced to come back with all well, that. That was five. They
0: come back. It was, was five. It? Who five. Re- five. Who reformed five. as four? Four. Because yeah. they couldn't get the fifth one back. Then. But anyway, five. <laughs> <spies laughs> really, Already you're on a
3: pretty
1: sticky wicket, aren't you? The (laughs) Spice Girls
0: were were asked if they could if they were going to perform at I forget it It was either Diana Concert or The Live Earth, which is this week. One of the two. And they said, no, we can't, because Baby Spice, whatever her name is, is pregnant. Yeah, pregnant, yeah. And you thought, that's bollocks. That's why she's called Baby Spice. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Dave, catch up. (laughs) And you just it made you think about the entire mechanic of how the Spice Girls get back together again. I mean, they didn't sort of go in a room, they didn't book a rehearsal room, did they, and go and jam. No. And say, do you know, we've still got do you it. Know, the old <laughs> magic is still it's there, still we just it's... came
3: together in the studio. Yeah, like just... We wrote six
0: <laughs> new songs. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep that bass just like you're playing. We just wrote out. six songs. <laughs> <worked. Yes. laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's uh, we, you know, normally when mandatory form, they always say, well, we tried it out, yeah. we all went around to Sting's house. That's yeah. Yeah. right. And we yeah. just fit it back together. fit it back together like an old shoe. Yeah. And you think, Spice Girls? I don't think so. No, you know no. what? What? How? What did the Spice Girls reunion? What were the stages of it? You know, there, there can't have been any singing involved at any point, can no,
2: there? or any dancing? It's, it's or all anything? emails and paperwork, isn't it? Really? I, I would have thought so. B- between an enormous amount of different offices yeah, around, around so. the world. Yeah, and that, you see now, the, 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 the,
0: there's a serious point here, um, which is that I'm trying to work out what it is. <laughs> now listen. If you're, you know, if you take that, you can keep well. Take that maybe bad case. I, I don't know the police. Yeah, you can keep on reforming until you're in under the ground. Really, there'll be somebody who will come and see you. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. Possibly take that even oh, same thing might apply. Yeah, I Although slightly more it, glamour yeah. oriented, doesn't apply to Spice Girls, does it? Yes, if so Spice Girls sure. are ever going to get back together again now is their window of opportunity. Right? It is, because they're in their early 30s, or whatever they but are. Why really? wouldn't yeah, it work, but yep.
3: why wouldn't it work in 10 years' time? Because I'm not so sure.
0: I, I saw that picture in the paper, and I thought actually three of them looked better than they used to. Okay, so ten years. Really time well, 10 years' time, in their 40s, doing what the Spice Girls did. To be less dumb. Well, they need obviously. to wait ah, 20 years' time. Do I mean, you remember
2: when the nostalgia shows started to come on television, and we saw what pants people looked like now, and we all thought, actually... <laughs> well
1: I think they just need to wait when
2: it was like oh look there's there's that woman out of pants of people I mean, are you, you about is about, I heart the 70s yeah, the, oh, once, yeah. Once, so the first time these people D. D. Were, were kind so of yeah, rolled yeah. out have
0: you still got I've got a slight tangent
2: here actually
0: have you got any uh, yeah, uh, pop, pop girls that you used to really fancy when you were young that well, you still
2: fancy now the complicated part is Claire Grogan, who uh, as a as a teenage boy, I found. We're it not going to argue about so. <laughs> <And> this. <then, laughs> you, know, you know, I'm married to Claire Grogan yeah, in But so then, the you, know, you know, you work with her. I met her then as a, as a DJ, interviewing her on the program, and, and she's very nice. And, she's lovely. And, and you know, clearly, you know, gorgeous. She's married. I'm married. It's not going to happen. But it's still weird because she still looks lovely. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's retained that. But I think the Spice Girls need to wait a bit longer. Then they could come. Back. Oh, right. People right. go, well, actually, they still look so, alright.
0: Actually, to be fair,
2: I, to, to deny my own
0: point, Lulu. Came back and looked great Looks yeah. better and now. didn't look stupid.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's did true. she?
0: And she was 50 or whatever. Yeah. Or but you're right to, to make
2: a point about the sexism of the music well, industry, because no, that is a fact.
0: But it's the only bit, the only bit where you can keep on playing, apart from maybe country music or whatever, is, is sort of white males can keep yeah. on going. Keep on rocking. In black music, it doesn't work in the same way, because there is no, you know, Stevie Yates points out, as pointed out in Word, there's no nostalgia tradition. In African American music,
2: absolutely. The interest not. is in the new. Yeah,
0: it always has been. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's like the one piece we
3: ran in word recently about uh, the oldest hip hop stars, because hip hop is by definition a music designed for and performed by young people. Yeah. So there's no equivalent of Pete Townsend in in hip hop. Well, 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 actually, you know, having said that, I mean,
2: but we've now got the elder statesman of hip hop, haven't we? You know. Are not they going to be run DMC there? But Are they uh, going to do the same old act? They're can not really. You, well, I don't know actually. No, you're forgetting. Right? Really can they get arrested? Can Run DMC can get, they arrested get arrested? Matt?
4: Matt, they they can, but but can I point to your attention to reggae and somebody like John Holt who can sell out yes. the Royal Albert Hall every year with what is referred to in reggae music as big people's music. All right, <laughs> um, right. And right. And okay. Oh, it is a kind of revival, and it, they have a revival circuit, right? Yeah. Uh, and it is. The Abyssinians do it, and Burning yeah. Spear does it, and so
0: what's but, what's the average age of the audience? When
4: well, it's kind of. of old Jamaicans and twenty well, something Trusfarians. So, yeah. so it's an interesting. Oh, really? It means, yeah. So maybe so well, goes the way yeah. of reggae, then it's possible that hip hop could do, could,
2: could, do could go the same way. Well, it's interesting how all this uh, all this works.
1: The word, a magazine, a website, a podcast, a way of life.
0: We're going to talk about. The Prince CD. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, uh, coming out in the mail on Sunday. With the
2: <laughs> is that right? Free hurry, the mail hurry, on with
0: the mail on Sunday. The new Prince album is going to be given away
2: with the mail on Sunday in a few weeks time yeah. I think. Which is a bit better than the usual Best of the Stranglers, mainly live tracks, that <laughs> they give away. But cost them more presumably, did it? I mean, well, how much did it Did the mail well, pay for that? <coughs> yes. You know? They will have yeah. paid for it. I don't
0: know what they paid no. for it. But my guess alright, I'm gonna have a guess. I'm gonna have a leap here. Yeah. I'm gonna have a leap. Because well, I don't know. Well, they paid less than half a million quid, but they probably pay a quarter of a million. I would have thought your man Prince has got a good deal. Though. He's got a really I mean, deal. because yeah. I can't
3: remember what their circulation is. But used to be 1.6, 1.8. Oh, it's normal. And you see, it'll take uh, lumps
0: out the Sunday times because we the had this, uh, deal, which, is yeah. what, which is the reason that yeah, did. we had a
3: free and frank exchange of views about in, in, in the word office. And people would say, why, is it, why, why on earth has he gone with the mail on Sunday? Because obviously it's not really his constituency. No, it's,
0: not really not. it's just sheer numbers. No, but also, he hasn't even, got a, even if 75 of
3: those finish up in a sort of cat litter tray. You know, you still reach a vast number of people. You
0: know, the HMV and whoever, you know, the retail trader, up in arms, going he. You can't do that. You'll be known in future as the artist formerly stocked in record shops. And, yeah. and you think, Hilarious. what planet are you living yeah, he on? You know, because <laughs> <does laughs> yeah. if Prince put an album out tomorrow with the usual kind of promotional fanfare, yeah.
2: nothing would happen. What is it? It's forty. What? It's forty-fifth right. album. So there's nothing. in that. you, know, that's, that's so much you 45, sell forty-five. I counted
0: oh. them this morning, right. okay, including right. all the remakes and the greatest and Forty-five pieces of product from Prince. Nobody's queuing up. Nobody is in a sleeping bag outside the. Don't Virgin you get it free if no. you go
3: to see him at the O2 Dome? Well, yeah. yeah. So get he a free realizes that
0: yeah. he realizes that the record is a way to interest people in his brand and his live performance and all that. Kind he's of absolutely you. right. I think he's done a very very Which sensible is absolutely thing. Correct. absolutely yeah. it? and and it's it's also like McCartney doing his thing through Starbucks. You get attention. Yeah. Whereas if you go into a megastore with your new product, you disappear. It's true. It's yeah. People away. will
2: be debating it, like we are, and in the pages of the broadsheets. Yeah, whether yeah. It's Especially if you thing. go to
0: FOP Records, RIP. Well, it's yes.
2: Sad, sad, so were you sad, sad to see them go? Hugely sad. I'm a massive fan. My, both when did both you, my sons, 21
3: and 23, emailed me and said, Dad, can it be true? Because it was FOP <laughs> Records for somebody their age. It's you and, actually, and I went a, shopping
0: while drunk, didn't we, to FOP Records. It's a very dangerous thing to do, yeah. Well, Danny well, i Well, I By bought a Yeah,
3: thing. I I bought a ten CD box set of Boogie Woogie music, right? Four pounds seventy five. <laughs> Four pounds
0: seventy five. <laughs> no, I wonder buy... <laughs> worth, <man. Seriously, laughs> No, 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 not no, no. Terrific. It's, no, it's fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> terrific. <laughs> terrific. I <went> <laughs> and he had some golden rule about music: cheaper it is, the more it's worth. And you can't believe it. I
3: went to buy a Charlie Chaplin uh, film for <laughs> my kids for, for Christmas. You know, for his Christmas stocking. That's the kind of house we are. Really? Charlie yeah. Chaplin, the Christmas stocking, along with a tangerine and a fifty p bit. And he said, and I said, to get that's <laughs> right yeah. a little trumpet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a sugar mouse and, all that, yeah. and I said in a funny hat, I said uh, how much is C- City Lights he said um, it's uh, £3.75 I said great the guy, the guy got a huge box set with five Charlie Chaplin films in, each with a book clip he said no anyone he said we don't sell them separately It's the whole lot £3.75 I said God, and you're telling, you're telling me t- Ch- Chaplin. five, Chaplin. Uh, five, five, five. Five five. the best. These are the best Chaplin films. And you're Gold telling me rush. that this yeah. shop
2: went out of business. Yeah,
3: yeah I can't understand <laughs> what they did wrong, Andrew.
0: Where did it go yeah. wrong? When are they going to start a supermarket? Yeah. Yeah. When are well, they, they, they going to start selling groceries and petrol? I <laughs> know. In, in, in a world where
3: where you know any record at all appears to be too expensive Clearly, ridiculously cheap is yeah.
2: far too much to well ask. they're not a, a, a friendly bunch of hippies basically who who set this shop up is that not right well
0: it's a Scottish it's Scottish because oh, yeah. I first
2: came across it in Glasgow you know, about six right. years ago mm. and
0: it was a well kept secret then and then they came to London and I think the thing that happened is they bought another chain ah
2: right not they bought MVC they
0: expanded like crazy because the margins are just yeah. And you can't get investment for anything. It's a sad... <coughs> anything involving records at the moment. Mm. To be able to buy
3: thing. Blonde on Blonde <coughs> for, 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 you know, £5. Pounds
0: to be fair, absolutely To be fair, and in defence of the other retailers, if you go to HMV and Virgin and all the others, you can probably buy it for £5 pounds anyway. Yeah, you probably can. But that's partly because FOT were there undercutting them. Well, no, because those things have just come down in price, you know. I mean, Don't you ever feel that if you're in HMV or whatever? You and I do it with Blonde on Blonde albums. Andrew probably does it with Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine <laughs> albums. Yeah. But, you know, you actually see... Customers going past and you're holding a copy blunt of London, and It's five pounds. You feel like saying to people, "Have you got this? Yeah, <laughs> you know, because I really think you should get this. Oh, <laughs> I've started have you got doing five pounds? Have you got this? Yeah. i will uh, buy it for thing.
3: Danny Baker always <laughs> does, which I buy records I've already got. I bought I bought Ram by Paul McCartney on vinyl the other day, because yeah. I just couldn't just to have the to fun it. of buying it. Just to compare to see it just sitting in the stock <laughs> shop. I love. <laughs> I'm going to give it. Just go give it to somebody. That's a good
0: thing for the website. Actually, it's, it's got more Delighted. If you've bought records, you know, duplicates. If you bought serial, you know copies of the same thing we want to know well,
3: about. Danny, Danny 17 Kelly. copies or Danny, Danny, Danny Kelly used, Kelly. used to explain explain copies, of, yeah, the of copies of Marquee Moon yeah. on
2: television. Yeah which means he probably had 48. <laughs> I mean I, I used to, when I, the Cure albums the best two Cure albums Faith and Pornography came out in the vi- days of vinyl I bought one copy to play and one copy to keep which is oh, the, oh, that's the most tragic thing I ever did and then of course when that because they just <gasps> get scratched I mean it's hard to, hard to explain this to a young person they yeah. would actually kind of age these oh, things right? and they would change the sound, so you had to go and buy a new. This topic. is why shops like FOP are
3: going out of business because the sheer stockpiling of individuals. Just do you think it's just the unavailability of records? Well,
0: I Can't know, buy cure People, that, people don't feel has. the urgency that they used to feel. They don't feel I've got to have it. I've got to have it now. They That's think right. I'll get it one day, and I know it'll be there one it'll day. It'll be there. One really day it might sure, be next, it's never going to go Next week, next year, whatever. There used to be an urgency about buying records. That's right. Which. There's, there's too much, there's plenty nowadays, you know, of absolutely everything. The
1: Word. A magazine, a website, a podcast, a way of life.
0: Well, look, we're, um, we're uh, drawing ne- near to a close, but it's traditional at this point in the programme that our guest does, uh, well, he's allowed to do two things. One, he can plug any project he wants. Oh, yeah. Because he he's ah, yeah, up yeah. for fun. Yeah. So,
2: uh, it, anything you want to plug. It's the mighty
0: Andrew Collins. Well, well I,
2: I will say that my book... Uh, which I don't know if you can get in FOP, you can't anymore, but yeah, uh, anymore. My, my the third volume of my memoirs is out. That's, what, that's me <laughs> How in the does corners. that sound? <laughs> you and Winston Churchill. The, know, the, third only, volume, third volume, the volume. only reason we did it is so that you could have a trilogy. And so, uh, <laughs> there, right. is a, there is a trilogy now, which you'll be able to buy for £4.70 somewhere that's at right. some point. And, uh, and it has not had the uh, full support of the press it's been reviewed very little apart from in Word magazine Word magazine, Word Word magazine, magazine is who I work for it. Q magazine who I used to edit they've both reviewed it very yeah. nicely yeah. Um, and the Times who I review books for reviewed it in their book section Beyond that, not very much interest. Not unconnected so, with the fact that
3: it's terribly nice about some of the people who work for Word Magazine,
2: anyway. Well, it's a very flat. It is a book that does not lift the lid. On, uh, the, <laughs> does not lift the lid on the cauldron of the media. It keeps the lid firmly closed and is very nice about everybody. And obviously, that's why there's no interest in it in the press. But anyway, um, so I like to, a little shout out of my own book. Absolutely it's quite hard right. to get hold of. What's not, it called? That's me in the corner. That's me in the yeah. corner, which is an excellent title. Yes, I like to think so. Anyway, it's the last one I'll be writing about myself, so that is, it's a historic thing.
0: You, you might be writing about your TV career next,
2: and your uh, yeah. You know, well, there is. I'm going to Rose winning. I, I haven't written yes. a chapter about the, the sitcom writing, but I should actually do that. I didn't want to when I wrote the book because so I finished it last year because it felt too current. It felt kind of odd to write about yeah. something that I was physically doing now, so I didn't write about the TV sitcom. Anymore. You'll never get anywhere in the world of Jordan with that attitude. No, I know. I she realize writes about things that haven't happened yet. I know the publisher actually asked me for my drink and drugs hell. And I said, I'm not writing that book. My mum and dad are still alive. Very <laughs> thin yeah, My mum and dad are still alive. I'm not That's writing right. So yeah. I didn't.
0: Yeah, I know. Quite right.
2: So, the, anything else you want to plug? Um, I can't think of anything okay. else. Okay.
0: No. And the other tradition is that... Oh, so old Rob, We, really? we yeah. We're... we're it's traditional that somebody at the end of this podcast tells us yes. what we like to call a hoary old rock anecdote, fireside
2: favourite. It can it's be fast fare.
0: Fare. Absolutely, absolutely. You
2: know, I've got a, a hoary old EastEnders anecdote, which oh, so I think right. you probably won't have heard because it's the sort of thing you hear if you work in soap operas, as I once did, as I believe I'm sure people probably know. I worked on EastEnders for a couple of years writing scripts, and there's a story that always gets rolled out, and it's from the <laughs> the Mitchell Brothers years, so it's not that old, not that hoary. Uh, but it's very good, and it comes from the exec producer of the show, who is uh, basically looking at the tapes of that week's shows, which in those days was just you know just three. Imagine that. And he was looking through them and ch- checking everything was okay. Yeah. And he got to a scene, and it was a key scene. It was the end of an episode. As I say, it's the Mitchell brothers. They're in it. Uh, Phil Mitchell and Grant Mitchell. Grant Mitchell is basically having a very violent argument with somebody, which must have been Steve, I would imagine, played by uh, the Blue Cat Band yeah. Ballet And uh, so awesome. they're having this exchange. In the flat. And in the background, Phil Mitchell is is doing housework while they're having this exchange. And this is on the screen. He's watching this thing. He's going, this is absolutely bizarre. What on earth am I seeing here? Well, it's a, a key dramatic scene. Yeah. And he's cleaning up. Oh. <laughs> and he's looking at it. He's rewinding. Are, are they just taking the piss? This is <laughs> supposed to be finished. We're supposed to be passing this. Yeah. What is going on? So he calls the director up and says, I'm just looking at episode 3172. And I've got this... It's, extremely dramatic exchange occurring in the, in the foreground and in the background of <laughs> Phil Mitchell hard man of, of Albus Square, he's Marigold, is cleaning up he said what is going on it's absolutely ridiculous he, he's just trying to get us all killed what's going on <laughs> and he's and the director said well look I, I just film what's in the bloody scripts the scripts go through as I can vouch six or seven drafts when I get them they're ready to shoot I don't argue what's in the script we <laughs> film what's in the script so don't blame me I'm just doing my job I'm, I'm just following so orders real. And he said, well, we got where's the bloody script? Let's look at the script. I don't understand what's going on. So they finally found the script. They sat down. They read it through. And it <laughs> says in the stage directions, Grant Mitchell is having a heated exchange with Steve Owen, while Phil hovers in the back. <laughs> <Yeah!
3: laughs> I couldn't see that coming. Oh, that's, oh, right. good, that's it? it's it's good. Somebody once somebody <laughs> told me about East Enders that uh, was a friend of mine was a, a theatrical agent. That one of the first parts you can expect to get as an actor is what they call an "he's not here." True. Apparently, <laughs> that's your line. And basically, it's that girl. who was somebody raps on a door, right? Yeah. And somebody opens the door and goes, "He's not here." <laughs> it's known as "he's not here." And that's you know. All I can get you is "he's not here." I'm <laughs> sure so oh, well, you've written many of them. No, I have, yeah. Grateful for it, yeah. He hovers in the background. That's that very.
0: Is, Absolutely, good. very good. Andrew Collins, special guest this week. Thank Terrific. you very much, Thank Collins. Thank you. Zoom you are, please. Join into this applause. So uh, that's about it for the Word Podcast for this week. We're, we hope to be doing another one this weekend from uh, from Cornbury. Actually. Oh, we? good? Excellent. So uh, yes, from from within your tent, probably. Yes, within from, my canoe, from Mark Evans' cocktail party. Yes. Another outside broadcast. Uh, if you want to know anything more about the magazine, uh, Word Dot UK magazine available at um, all good news agents and some crap ones.
1: This podcast was brought to you by the Word. Details at wordmagazine.co.uk. <laughs>